Why am I nervous for the fucking fourth one? I'm not. I was good on the first two, and now I'm all nervous. I have to pee again. <laughs> Go. You're gonna be dancing. <laughs> There's the oh, intro right there. There it is. <laughs> Take the mic with you. just said that. I just said I'm good. I wasn't. <laughs> I was focused on something else. <laughs> and also with us today, again, Jesse the Consopolis. Jesse, how's it going? Pardon? Who's talking? Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> we got to cover that one. Too. Robin and Men in Tights, ladies and gentlemen, just in case you didn't know that. We'll, we'll touch on that later. <laughs> got a great show for you today. Uh, it's going to be shorter topics, not shorter topics. We have less topics today, but... We want to take a lot of time on them today. Yes, so yes. Um, new in the news with something I'm super excited about because it's been a long time coming. The Matrix 4. Golf Ooh. clap. <laughs> 2003 was the last yeah, time we heard anything about Neo and his uh, band of lovable misfits against the machine world. Machine empire. The yeah. Machine squids. No, I thought it was underwater the first time I saw it. I was like, are they underwater? What are those jellyfish things, right? Um, So been a long time coming. 2003, here we are in 2021. Coming back. Um, So the big, big, big thing, Neo and Trinity, who were presumed dead, returning. (gasps) Returning. Mm -hmm. That's huge. I thought Jesus sacrificed himself to save everybody. Mm -hmm. And she got impaled by multiple metal rods but here we go she's back they're back and from what i'm reading it looks like the story is going to be a love story about them that's what i'm seeing it always was originally i mean it what that wasn't the epitome of what it was though i mean yeah yeah, it was a love story they kind of just stuck it in there oh yeah big points on it with trinity and throughout the series yeah it kind of came out of nowhere it's like the oracle told me i would fall in love with whoever the one was and you're cute it was always a side story it was either you or the bald guy with the mustache (laughs) and it turned out to be neo right okay i mean i guess that's lucky the other guy was a cypher (laughs) yes cypher yeah it was either neo or cypher i would take neo traitor as well cypher looked a little uh... yeah all right so neo and trinity and then um of course, Keanu Reeves to reprise. No yes. shocker there. No, no. They, I mean, they couldn't get anybody else. Yeah, you could. You could have done it without turn it down without Keanu Reeves. Uh, he's he's pretty open for anything at this point, mm-hmm. right? You would think that John Wick over four. John Wick. <laughs> John Wick. I mean, he did uh, Bill and Ted again. That's true. Uh, he did. Yeah. Well, I know kung fu. Right? You think they're gonna do the the age defier CG on him? Man, I, I I honestly I don't know what what they're going with I don't on know what this. They do with them, Bill and Teddy. It looks a little rough. Yeah, the 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 face stuff is kind of getting to me. We're seeing in a lot more movies. Yeah. Uh, I hope they don't. I hope they just keep them the same age, whatever. Yeah. But they're headlining, so I don't I don't I don't know where they're going with this. Do uh, info on the storyline? A little bit. Uh, there was a, a trailer shown at uh, Gamescom, which for some reason or another has not been leaked yet. 
everybody and their mother was leaking Spider-Man, but not this one. Um, and what we can see, it looks like um, it gave a little bit into one of the action scenes that's going to be in, this, in, the, in the film. Uh, and we actually see a, a little cameo by Neil Patrick Harris. And uh, formerly known as Doogie Hauser. Yes. Now, that's who you might know him as. Or a or show called How I Met Your Mother. Barney Stinson, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as promised, as, uh, as we would expect, there's a hail of bullets and uh, somebody jumping out of a window. That's, that's the consensus on pretty much everybody who had actually been able to see it. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be slow motion action scenes. I pretty much can't see <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but whether or not, uh, you know, Neil Patrick Harris is actually the one being shot at or shooting. That's what I want to see too, actually. <laughs> it's That's going to be interesting to see what kind of character he comes out at. Uh, is he just going to be, you know, a character in the background? That yeah, he can be through, an or? NPC or he can actually be, you yeah. know, an agent maybe. Ooh. A uh, big, big a shocker for me. If, if, if they brought back Neo and Trinity, they did not bring Morpheus back. No. The only one that survived. <laughs> the <laughs> yes, original the, Matrix trilogy. The original older uh, Lawrence Fishburne, they, they actually uh, recast him to have a younger Morpheus. Um, so I'm wondering if, since the big thing right now is time, if Neo has found a way to go back in time. So maybe the whole, um, the whole starting point is Neo's actually the one who goes back and finds young Morpheus to start up Zion. And that's what the storyline is going to be with an older Neo teaching a younger Morpheus to go find Neo. God, I hope not. I hope not too. Cause everything's <laughs> time. It's craziness. Yeah. But yes. I mean, that's, that's what I'm trying to think of how, what they can go about because I know that originally yeah. this storyline was supposed to be about a young Morpheus when they first brought it out uh, in 2020. That's right. They were supposed to do a matrix prequel right. with Morpheus. Right. Well, now they've thrown back in Trinity and Neo. So that's what that's where I'm having a hard time understanding, because I would have totally bought into the fact of going into a prequel, finding Morpheus where he finds Trinity and like it just becomes this awesomeness. We get at the end where he's sitting in the in the the couch chair with his glasses that don't have side frames. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is. And, yeah. yeah. So I, I would have loved that stuff. Um, so I don't know if they're going to try and kind of do that or what. The other thing that that kind of struck me, too, is um, so they tried to get Hugo Hugo back for um, Hugo Weaving for the, the, the agent, agent, right? Agent Smith. They tried to get him back. Yes. And I'm like, how do you bring him back That's with true. a young Morphe Morpheus? Like, sure. did they rewrite the script when they found out they couldn't get him? Did they recast him? I don't know what's happening. I do know among one of the returners is um lambert wilson or no not lambert daniel benhart who was the agent in the other one in the second, second and third one. movie he was the agents he was one of the uh, just the agents yeah one of the agents the so they agents. brought him back so mm -hmm. maybe he's taking over as agent smith now i don't i don't know if that's gonna if they had to rewrite with that i'm sure they did going I mean, the future. agent smith was such a big part of the whole trilogy and once they if they're going to continue going forward without doing a prequel, then yeah, his character wouldn't exist because he was destroyed exactly. with, with, uh, Neo. But yeah, if Neo's coming back, I don't see why not. They wouldn't bring him back because he was, I want to say he was on par, like as a nemesis as with the machines. The uh, Agent Smith. Smith yeah. Yes. Yes. Very much so. so. 
I don't see why they wouldn't bring him back. He was a threat to both. Well, they he tried. They tried to bring him back and he couldn't do it. He had conflicts yeah. with the theatre. He was on stage yeah. and couldn't do it. So that's what I'm saying. So did they have to rewrite that or are they recasting Agent Smith? That That's my, yeah, my that, question that, going His character is, is big enough, I think, where they would have to kind of go back and rethink things. So they, they might have started where it's a pre- prequel. Now it's just a continuation, but... That's really weird for them to do, to not just continue from there and and go back and hopefully not do a completely time travel. I don't. Like I, don't I really. I don't know where they're gonna go with it. Cause I will say, I love the Matrix in 1999 when it came <laughs> out, and they froze Neo in midair in that karate stance. Like, yeah, I thought it was like the greatest thing ever. Yes. And then the second movie was. Not as good, but still pretty good. It was entertaining. A lot more slow motion, if you yes. will. It kind of dragged on. They, CGI. Yeah, they, they a lot more. Well, I call it CGI. Back then, it was it was still pretty rough. And I think they got a little bit back on track with the third one for me. The second one was a little off the rails of hails of gunfire and fighting. It was a lot more out there. The second one, they yes. just kind of threw stuff at the wall and say, let's, "Let's see if it sticks." So I, I'm worried this is a cash grab. Just let's reinvent the wheel again. Get a bunch of nerds to go buy tickets and then boom, we're done. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping it's not because I like the Matrix trilogy. I like mm-hmm. the idea of the Matrix. Do we live in the Matrix now? Is an agent going to walk in through this door and try and kill us because <laughs> we're exposing it? That that film has, you know, created generations of paranoid people. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's like, that doesn't look right. Is that a glitch in the Matrix? Am I in the Matrix? It's Therapists are just, you know, cashing in on this. So let me, let me hit on uh, a little bit more. So we have... Jada Pinkett Smith, who's returning as Naomi. as Naomi, total badass. Loved her. She oh my god! When he she tells Lawrence Fishburne, Morpheus, keep up. I'm like, oh, what? Like, you're <laughs> just a badass, yeah. right? Like, you, she's a hard ass. I love her. And then we have Lambert Wilson, who was the Frenchman. Oh, okay. He's coming back. The 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 Merovingian. Oh, Mer- uh, Merovingian. Yeah, Merovingian. Yes. And so it's like. The dude can make women have orgasms with cake. I mean, <laughs> that you, that I mean did you see that scene? Yeah. I know when I watched it, because yeah. I was a, a wee lad at age, you know, <laughs> like, age 21, 20 when this came out. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> yeah, I first watched that movie. And then now I go back and watch it when I'm 30, 31 years old. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are those numbers and symbols? Ah, Where's yeah. that cake going? What's that bright light? It's <laughs> the coming of Jesus. I mean, it was like, whoa, what just happened? That's crazy. And then his wife, she wasn't kissing your face, my love. I mean, oh my the God. Zinger. Was, yes. It was so great. I loved how he and his wife, who was actually named Persephone, uh, I think, who was kind of like uh, a low key version of Hades yes. and Persephone. I can see that. Yes, yeah. And he kind of ran everything, and it was it was just so cool to see that 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 programs ran that right. The, the idea of the Matrix was phenomenal. Yes. So I'm glad he's coming back. No idea what they're gonna do. He is a program, so technically he doesn't age, or he can program himself to age. So I can see how they can write him back in yeah. as a program because yeah. you don't die as a program, right? You're in there. So I can see how that can be worked in. It's the wrench that's throwing me is a young Morpheus with an older Neo. Yeah. Where the hell is that going to come from? It has to be time wise. So you would think everybody's really big on time right now. And like Rick and Morty, I wish they were never going to do a time travel. Was that Rick and Morty? 
Rick and Morty, yes. Yeah, Rick they, and Morty. They, right. they, the writer basically said that they'll never do time travel because... But then they did. <laughs> <laughs> they did a variation of it just to say, okay, look, we did it. Leave us the fuck alone. Yeah. Okay, so some other new people that are coming on is uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen II. You know what I'm talking about? No, I, I probably butchered that name. He was Black Manta in. Um, oh, oh, yes. Oh, there uh, it is. You yeah, said yeah, <laughs> right there. Yeah, he was Black Manta in Aquaman. He, he is, is in the man. movie. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris, of course, and then Jessica Henwick, who was in. Um, she was in the Defenders, Iron Fist, Daredevil stuff. Was she, she was Colleen Wing. Wing. Yes. Yeah, she was Colleen I Wing. Love her. So for your other nerd people yeah. from other fandoms, right? She was in another nerd movie. She's in it. Uh, Jonathan Groff, who was in Glee and Broadway's Hamilton as the king. He's uh, fucking Kristoff on Frozen. Yeah, Kristoff <laughs> on Frozen, yeah. He's in this. Uh, and then the big one for me, uh, well, actually, I'll get to her last, but uh, Pyranka Chompra? Sure. Jonas. It's oh, Priyanka. Jonas, what? Priyanka, right? Yeah, Priyanka. She's oh. married to um, one, of the Jonas brothers, yeah. one of the Jonas brothers. Not sure which one. I'm not. I want to say Joe. Jonas. Is it Joe? No, no, it's, it's Nick. Nick, Nick Jonas. Think, yeah. Nick Jonas. Yes. One of the cool Jonas brothers. <laughs> Not the <laughs> other one. Oh, that's fired. <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah>. ladies. <laughs> so she's in here. Um, Wait, not sure if it's what? her debut debut here? film, but I know she she's won some pageant stuff. And of course, she's married to a Jonas brother. So I could see her being something like this. Looking forward to it. I think it's going to be great. I think she'll do good work. I saw her in the Jonas Brothers uh, music video. Thought she did fantabulous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was all great. The big one for me, Christina Ricci. Oh, yes. Christina Ricci is in this. Yes. No idea who she's playing. Maybe it doesn't lady in the red say, dress. but she's in it. Um, so I'm a big Christina Ricci fan. I mean, yes. all the way back from Wednesday, Adams. Wednesday. To now. Like, I mean, she was great. Wednesday, Casper. Hollow. I, I mean, yeah, Casper. <laughs> I mean, calling I, it now. She's going to be the Oracle. <laughs> well. Um, will they be upset? <laughs> that she's the oracle i don't know i would actually rather her not be the oracle i nah, want to see yeah. her fight i want to see her do badass shit not just sit there and talk That's I, true. I, I think christina ricci she hasn't done a, a fight movie or anything no. like that right she hasn't no, done, she's she, been more she's, of a dramatic effect she's mainly a dramatic the actress, creepy yeah. emo girl That's true. so hopefully yeah. that's something that comes out of it uh, i think she'll be i mean she's a big name mm-hmm. she's a good actress I'm, I'm looking forward to it um those are the new ones that big names that are coming out. Um, some other ones that were omitted: Gina Torres from other fandom, Firefly. Mm, Wait, she, oh yeah, 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 she was in the original. She was in the originals and threw a major stab that they didn't call her back. She didn't understand. Yeah, they they wasted her. I believe in the yeah. first ones. I don't know what she, she did in the books or whatever. Whatever this come from, right? But. She was a big nerd name, and she literally is in there as Tank's widow, right? Wow. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, at the time, she, when the first one came out and she was in it, actually, Firefly came out after The Matrix? No. Was it in 2003? Was it? Yeah. She was in the last Matrix. So was that in was first, in the same year. She was in the second and the third. Yeah. So she yeah. was a bigger name when, fire, when that Firefly when stuff was coming out. out. Yeah. She was Tank's so, widow? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I remember the her. pilot. Remember, remember, yeah, remember that the one that argued he wanted more money, and they said, "Oh no, we can just kill you." Yeah, and so yeah. he died. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, um, so she was not called back. She threw a major stab. She goes, "I don't get how these people died in the first one, but you can't bring back characters who survived." So she was like, not oh. happy. They didn't call her back. Ooh, right? Yeah, that sounds like. I mean, when you need a job, you need a job. <laughs> Fish the way you can. That's that's where it's at. 
I mean, it, it's there's still a lot of time to go before we get to the the Matrix forts in December. So a lot of more stuff is going to come out. We'll get more storylines. Well, I'm glad uh, they have the original director, or at least one of them, back. Yeah, Lana uh, Orchowski. Yes, the, the the sisters. So she, uh, the sisters, wrote and directed the first ones. Yes, and now she's doing it on her own with some help. It's not just her. But this is the first time an outside entity has come in that wasn't uh, a Wachowski sister. <laughs> Hopefully she has a lot of control over just the Chidel ones. Um, I mean, I'm sure they're going to have some influence in it, but hopefully what it was wasn't, isn't completely destroyed. I mean, I love the their, their wire work and the fight choreography were yes, amazing. Lovely. Yes. And uh, even with the sometimes overused, uh, you know, freeze frame scenes, uh, they were the way they did it. Uh, cinematography wise they were fucking insane and she's a visionary revolutionary uh, not sure if it was her or the sister that were more right that's what we'll, we'll find than out one or the other yeah we're gonna find out which yeah. which sister we'll was the real, real brain <laughs> right away yeah. I'm sure she has um, to pick her oh sorry what? no go ahead I'm sure she has to pick her team yes. like very carefully because since yeah. she's on her own this time yes. she's gonna have to have uh, and you know maybe her sister might you know, consult maybe. I'm sure she can yeah. I mean yeah. Yeah, hey, not, hey they sis. have each other's numbers we <laughs> right. here? Um, be ready for a super political view though I'm, I'm, I'm let's be honest she is transgender so mm-hmm. they're they're real big on on I don't I don't like to say pride because pride is sometimes comes off as a negative word and like pushing it too much mm. but I, I just know she's gonna she's gonna say some statements that may be controversial to some oh, people yeah, I mean, push the, out the and, original series themselves were uh, I think uh, they're very had very uh, religious iconography. Yes, to begin with, I mean, Neil was Jesus, of course. He sacrificed himself, <laughs> and then we see it. He does the, the cross pose at the end. Yeah, with exactly. All the, the, the he, machines on. Cruci- him. He got crucified in the machine city, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, you're right. I'm sure they're going to have some kind of political. Ideology and honestly, they balanced that really well in the first. They did three. I yeah, mean, I, I, you, well, it, the first one and the third one, anyway. Whatever they were, you, you saw <laughs> it wasn't like forced down your throat and i think yes. that that's the good thing i mean you don't yeah. you don't want it forced down your throat yeah. Yeah. it's that i don't want to say subliminal because it's out there but it, it's if you're not really looking for it you just enjoy it and yeah. then you kind of put two and two together it's not like oh it's that yeah. you know so I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to it i think she'll do a really good job and as we get closer i'm i'm more and more excited about it matrix was a big part of a lot of, of growing up yeah like yeah. The, the the martial arts scenes the visual effects it was huge. The green tint. Oh, I know. Oh. The green tint when you're in the Matrix. <laughs> it's just going to be interesting to see which way they go going forward. Mm-hmm. And is there going to be a Matrix 5, 6, 7, 8? I mean, what can you do? Baby and Matrix. Baby Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> and then are they going to go into another animated series like they did the Animatrix? I mean, is, is that going to be another oh, those part? Are, those are officially very... Well, say, say it a little louder. I mean, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> they were very, uh, very visually appealing. Was it good though? Story wise, no. They, <laughs> <laughs> they were just really pretty. Okay. Yeah. Well, of course, we'll get more on the Matrix as we get closer to December. Um, do you have the date it's released yet? Uh, I believe it's December seventeenth. December seventeenth. Actually, yes. Yeah, so that's going to be competing with uh, the King's Man, or at least just say the King's Man is going to be competing with Matrix. Yeah, it's pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. When is John Wick coming out? Do we know? John Wick is next summer. Oh, they push it back? John Wick 4 comes out in June, I believe. Oh, okay. I thought, I, for some reason, I thought they were linked, but they're not. I'm sure the Matrix would get pushed back, too. Honestly. There's a lot of pushbacks recently. Oh, there's so. a ton of pushbacks. Yes, uh, we just heard Top Gun is pushed Top back to 2022. And, uh, no Time to Die got pushed back. There was even debate about Spider-Man getting pushed back, but 
think Disney's like, you know, pretty adamant on pushing yeah, it out. Yeah, I don't think Disney's going to push back really anymore unless no. they have to go away from the streaming services. Right. Because the which, streaming services are working for them. Yeah, which, which there'll be an issue because, you know, Sony not going to let them have it on Disney Plus right away. But, you know, pushback-wise, I I know a lot of people hate pushbacks. Personally, I don't really care because, I mean, if it's going to make the film better, then... Personally, I prefer you to take that time. But it's not. That's that's the point. They're, they're not they're not pushing done. them back yeah. to make them better. They're pushing them back because they don't want to release them in theaters with limited seating. Oh, okay. Well, they're, yeah. they're afraid they won't get the maximum amount. Yeah, of that's oh, okay. that's the film is done. It's it's out of post production. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well then. Exactly, and that's what I take the consumers money. hurting <laughs> on that one. Not. Yes. I think that's what kind of I think that's what kind of hurt the uh, the Quiet Place too because it was ready to go and. Like March or May, and I was like, "Oh, we'll wait a year," and it fell flat. Just saying, it did. All right, so let's move on. So we'll talk about Matrix more as we get closer. As I've already said, so looking forward to that. Um, we're gonna move into What If Episode Four. Ooh, oh man! Woo! What big big difference going into this one. Oh. Spoiler alert. I know we haven't been saying that, but I'm going to say really spoiler haven't. alert. Uh, it's kind of a given, I think. <laughs> so what if episode four, um, Doctor Strange. Wow. Or better known as Dr. Armani. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's Armani. So, so Dr. Strange. Oh, God. Gut wrenching. I love that the fact that the Nexus point involved uh, Claire. Their name right there, Claire, Christine, Christine, Christine. Christine. wrong, Just wrong show. <laughs> Christine Palmer. Yes, um, I'm, I'm glad that it involved her, and and the fact that her the nexus point was her deciding to go to the event with him, so he wasn't alone in that car. She is the nexus point. Yeah. She is yes. the pivotal reason in this storyline. So in the in the original movie, we see Doctor Strange. She asks her to go to this event where he's talking, right? Yes, and she says flat out. No, that's boring. I'm not going to be your another another event. Another yeah, event. I'm not going to be your eye candy on your shoulder exactly. so you can show me off. Like, that's yeah. not what I am. So she right. says no. Well, in this this story, she says yes, which changes everything, 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 everything. Right. So she is we find out they go together. They have a great time, whatever. Right. Or they don't even no, get there. Get they there. don't even get there. It happens. The accident happens pretty much exactly like how it happened. But the only thing is he doesn't lose his hands. hands. He loses her. So she dies in the car accident compared to him losing his hands. Right. Yes. Right. So in essence, we are on the fact that he doesn't lose his hands. He loses his heart. Right. He goes into this with full on being in love with this girl. Right. Um. So she dies. So now his life ambition is to figure out how to bring her back, right? Mm-hmm. Which leads him straight back to the mystic arcs like it would have without. Yes. And but he's not trying to fix his hands anymore. No, he's trying he's to trying go to back in time back. or trying to figure a way to bring her back. Yes. Which is how he gets the, the time stone, right? And so he figures it out how to do it. Not how to do it. He figures out how to go back to see her, right? Yes. And that's when we learn that she's an absolute point, a fixed point, to where this is the pivotal part of the storyline to where if you change this, the entire storyline changes and you have to create a new timeline, right? Um, which we also get into that he can't create a new timeline because he's already in a timeline. So it can't change. It's not like Loki where you create an alternate time yes. time vortex. You're in your own. You're yes, stuck. Because he's using the Infinity Stone. Um, it's it's kind of self-correcting. He, if he goes back to change her death, but 
she just keeps dying in different <clears throat> ways. Yes. And nothing actually changes at all. And he tries like, well, like eight times, 10 times. He tries, uh, he tries a, a lot. A ton. She dies a lot. She, there was times where he didn't even pick her up and she still died. Yes. Yes. Just straight he, up heart attack. He went into the point where he tried to leave her. Yeah. He, he stopped yeah. seeing her. He didn't pick her up for and the And her event. fucking apartment burns down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, if you got that worth that much bad luck, forget it, man. You're donezos, right? <laughs> she is. Okay. So, so we have Dr. Strange going and learning all these arts, right? So he talks to the Sorcerer Supreme, and she tells him nobody has the strength to change it. Well, Doctor Strange is like, no, fuck you. I'm going to figure out a way, right? So he goes to an ancient library. Well, the ancient you, library of the uh, Cagliostro. Yeah, there you go. Yes. The so he, he goes to that library. There's a mouthful. <laughs> he goes <laughs> to the that, that library and with the first Sorcerer Supreme, yeah. and he starts to look up how to do it, right? So he figures that he has to engulf, uh, absorb... Well, he, he figures that he doesn't have enough power to do so, or at least the spell that he found to, to try and do it. The spell says it. It says you have yeah. to absorb absorb like beings, beings to beings. get strong enough. Yes. No, does it have to be evil beings? No. Well, they just happen to have the most power. <laughs> so that's what I, I, I was having a hard time with this, right? So Doctor Strange becomes, in essence, a killer, right? Yeah. yeah. But he was destroying all the evil beings is what we we look at it starts with a garden gnome nice little garden gnome right so you're on that balance of that passion trying to find a way to do it but now you've gone into this dark realm of i'm destroying other beings to benefit myself yeah um and we see him destroy a bunch of these creatures going through and i couldn't tell you yeah, no, there's Anything a lot else. of creatures from uh, different mythologies and uh, some that are just straight from D&D. Uh, <laughs> and then, the you know, the first and even the last uh, creature he tries is actually the tentacle monster that we see. <laughs> and, uh, hentai is back. Yeah, hentai Let's is go. back in Captain Carter from Captain <laughs> Carter's. Um, and he doesn't even completely kill it. He just takes some of his tentacles and it's like. Okay. Well, the first time he tries, he yeah. fails miserably. Oh, yeah. He's Absolutely. like, well, just kidding. I have to go absorb a bunch yes. of others to get it right. So as he's absorbing, um, that's where we see he takes a cape, right? He, he gets he a cape, cape from the stick. <laughs> yes, yeah, one of the, the floating capes. So I want to go into this, right? Exclusive here. Exclusive here. Nobody knows this, but the cape is also the same actor that played the rug in Aladdin. What the shit? Whoa. Yeah, right. Making their movie debut comeback, oh right? My God. <laughs> if oh you look at it, God. they make the same moves. It has to be them. I'm telling you right now. I'm calling it. They're not going to give them credit because they so never they turned do. Turned a rug into a king. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the actor, character actors, like the Godzilla uh, model people. Yeah. You know, no. all right. Uh, I thought it'd work. But we're moving on. <laughs> But epic cave fight. Did you see the cave fight? The cave fight was so good. It was funny. It was great. And then we see the cape die. That Did hit me know? harder than it should have. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it just kind of burns it. I built an attachment to that yeah. cape. <laughs> Burned him. Well, it's like oh. when they unraveled the carpet in the land. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, I told you, same guy. <laughs> Can't believe it. Listen to a rug. <laughs> but I, I, I love this episode. Uh, not just for... The fact that we go, we see Doctor Strange go completely AWOL and, and dark, but the fact that they get every single voice actor back from the original film. Yeah, with uh, Rachel McAdams being the big one. Rachel mm-hmm. McAdams, uh, uh, Tilda Sweeten as the ancient one, um, even Wong. Which I'm Tilda actually surprised, I mean, I'm not surprised, but I would have 
as much backlash as they got for Sorcerer Supreme, I didn't know if they were going to try and change anything with when she played the character. They were so mad that she wasn't of Asian descent. Oh, yeah. And so they were screwed either way. If they would have made yeah. him, you know, Asian, they would have said, oh, that's stereotypical. Old ancient. Yeah, it was kind of a double edged sword at that point, yeah, right? Then making him, her a white woman. I mean, they, I'm just glad she's a woman. I think they thought being a woman was going to be enough. Yeah. And it still wasn't enough. But she's like the whitest woman. <laughs> but she's, like she's the dope. epitome. I, I like I like her because she's the epitome of um, neutral character. I think she's yes, really good. She, she, yes. plays, she always plays the characters where they're halfway between being female or male, yeah. which she did in, in uh, Constantine and yes. Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah. And she did phenomenal as that. I thought that was great. I was not mad at that character choice. She's a, she's a good actress. She's a very good actress. So seeing her come back was a good thing. Um, we actually see that she's a pivotal part in this storyline. She yes. splits Stephen Strange. Mm-hmm. She creates... attempt to stop him, yeah. She, she split him between him going back in time to find the library to get more power and then his, him just continuing on in that timeline as him becoming... The sorcerer, the Supreme. regular sorcerer supreme, yeah. and they were both in the same timeline. Correct? Yes, they're parallel, basically rubbing up against each other. That's it why was, it was so uh, easy for him to go between the both of them. Yeah, it was pretty them. dangerous because the fact that she split them, and if they ever met or if they ever re- recombined, they created the paradox, which would destroy the universe. Which still, that's, that, that's, <sighs> spoiler alert, <laughs> it happens. Okay, yes. so we finally see that. Uh, evil Doctor Strange. I mean, I don't know what else to call him at this point? Evil Doctor Dr. Strange. Evil, he's modeled as Doctor Evil Strange. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> right, Doctor okay. Armani. Yes. Um, so Doctor, we'll call yeah Doctor Evil Strange. Yes. Has to bring Doctor Strange back to together to to be strong yes. enough to create the to destroy the Nexus Point. Yes. To, or the the absolute point to save her life. Right. Right. Because they're they, when she split them, they she have their powers. Yes. So he does it. He beats Doctor Strange. Like, everybody's waiting for the mm-hmm. happy ending that we've been getting in all these movies. And oh. he beats Doctor Strange. Good Doctor Strange. Absorbs him. Absorbs him and cre- and stops the absolute point. Yes, she, and, he brings her back to life, which causes a major paradox and ultimately just kills her and everybody else. So even in bringing her back to life, she gets, you know, disintegrated, if you will. And she that gets venomy she gets blob, snatched. whatever that thing, that ink blot. That just disappears. Yeah, I think it was a, a play on um, them being dusted like an M game, but yes. because it's animation, they kind of inked it out. I can see that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. it's all new territory. Who knows what happens exactly. when you destroy a universe? <laughs> so, Apparently, so, he's strong enough to not only survive the end of the universe, but kind of keep himself in a little crystal ball between dimensions. So this is my my question, of course, for this is, if he kills her right then and there, does it reset the focal point. Does it reset the the absolute point and go back to being okay? Because technically she died. I don't think so because it wasn't just the, her death or her, him bringing her back that caused the end of the universe. It was the fact that there were two strangers in one timeline. It was it was actually her spell that that created the uh, the events that would ultimately destroy it. Really, because if either one killed the other, then um, Paradox was going to destroy the universe either way. So either way, the yeah. universe was fucked in that timeline, ladies and gentlemen. She tried, but yeah, it doesn't they would have matter. had to meet anyways. So I wonder if the Sorcerer Supreme knew that. Like, was this timeline supposed to fail? Because let's let's think about that's true. We're talking about all these timelines, right? So yeah. the original timeline, she doesn't go to the event, mm-hmm. which then has the time that we know is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yes. right? So in this one, the timeline is she's supposed to go with him, 
So is this universe supposed to be destroyed? I mean, is that uh, an absolute point in this timeline? Because I don't see any other way that the the universe wasn't getting destroyed in this timeline. It does show that the ancient one, she does perceive the other timelines pretty well. And uh, she she plans accordingly. So it it could be that she knew that this one was screwed. So she's like, well, we tried. Because even in Endgame, right? That was when she met the Hulk, right? And then yes. mm-hmm. she, she explained the fact you take one stone out of that timeline, yeah. the timeline creates a branch. Which we couldn't make a branch in this because the stone is just going back in time. Yes. Right. So, I mean, I guess maybe that's really what it was, that it was just a, a fixed point, an absolute point, and it was bound to happen. Um, which is weird because I want to talk about the Witcher, or not the Witcher, the Watcher, Watcher. a little bit. The Witcher will yes. be another podcast <laughs> we go through later. The Watcher. So this is the first episode we get where the watcher is involved. So if you're paying attention to what if the watcher makes appearances in the other shows, right? And they're little subliminal ones where if you're not paying attention, you're yeah. not going to find it. I counted this time and I saw him five <laughs> times, five times. I counted, I looked for that little bastard and I found him. <laughs> Drilling. Didn't do it in the other ones. So I'm going to just talk about this one. So five times I saw him and he actually talks to himself and, and us as the as the viewers we're the watchers of the watcher watching. I think he talks himself a lot. So he tells us that he thought about intervening yeah, and yes. that I'm not supposed to intervene or whatever, right? We still don't know exactly why he can't intervene. It's just a, a, a rule that his people have to, to, to watch and observe and never interfere, just even if it destroys the universe. So, so he's like an eternal? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But in this one, he intervenes in the... <laughs> In it to say I can't intervene, yeah. right? Yes. But but Doctor Strange catches him. So if <laughs> Doctor Strange senses his his presence, right? Mm-hmm. And finally tells him, You're a god, you can fix this. And he's like, I could, but I'm not. But actually he explains that he's not a god. He's just another alien race, but he can exist outside of time and space. And so he's like, um Doesn't that make you a god? Technically, I guess, but he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't consider himself a god. He's a humble guy. <laughs> he, and those aren't real. <laughs> exactly. Dang it. Name right there. We went there. Sorry. Sorry, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. But yeah, that's the one time he's like, even at the end, he's like considering trying to help him. But he's like, I can't. I can't do that. Sorry. Because he knows if helping him, he would endanger the other universes as well. So, okay. So he's watching multiple universes. If he's in this universe when it dies, does he die? That's I wouldn't question. think so, no. Boom. I'm sure you can just destroy just the universe with that question. Just sidestep out into the other universe, maybe? Well, even in the ending, when it starts shrinking on him, he slowly fades out as he's talking out of that, that uh, little yeah. bubble that's closing. He steps out and is like, I'm out. Yeah, and let's talk about that ending. The universe is literally over. If we were all in it, we would be dead not having this podcast. Nope. Y'all couldn't listen to this wonderful podcast. Even for a while. Yeah. We would be out. And Doctor Strange... Heartbroken chooses to create a bubble where he doesn't die and he gets to watch Christine die for the rest of eternity. Like just laying there with her corpse. That's love. That is brutal. It really is an interesting nexus point because, I mean, in the original timeline, he just loses his hands and now still is enough to push him to become a Sorcerer Supreme Mm -hmm. just purely out of trying to get himself back. His own self. But now that he's lost somebody else, it actually pushes him a lot further. Enough to want to destroy the entire universe just to try. This tells you, ladies and gentlemen, that love makes you crazy. Yes. It does, actually. It really does. There's a fine line between love and insanity, just like genius and insanity. 
And so well, he says, this isn't, what did he say? It's, this isn't love. It's, um, um, oh, what did he say? I forgot it. Something along the lines of, uh, I don't remember. Obsession kind of thing. Like it, once you reach that point that it's no longer yeah. love, that it's, it's selfish. I think that's what it is too, is that he loved, he loved her. And I don't doubt that, but it got to the point when he started absorbing the, the beings yeah, that he, he became obsessed with the power. Yeah. And then he also became obsessed with trying to uh, bring her back with that power that he couldn't go back. Yeah, he started. So he had to see it through. It became a obsession. He just wanted the power more than anything. And the years of dedication. Millennia. And it was years, right? Yeah, it was was centuries. Centuries. The time stone kept him alive for centuries. Because Bang, Obang, he He died. died. He died. Yeah, he was was around for centuries as well. Yeah. So actually Obang is... Stated that his Obang is actually one of the names that Cagliostro went by. So that was actually Cagliostro, Cagliostro oh, the, 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 the library guy. Yeah, yeah the original guy who who got the time stone and put it in there. So and it's that storyline was fucked from the very beginning. Yeah. It really was, and that's just a. It was way more brutal of a show, of an episode than we had seen. And this is why they said four and five are one, the the episodes to look at in this season. Because this is when they start, you know, mashing together, as you'll see in the fifth one. I wonder how they're going to top this one in the fifth one, because this one was, oof, that was a wild ride. Even the, the promos that they've shown, it, 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 they went there. They're going to go there. They're, I mean, I want to see more of the Watcher getting involved, and uh, I want to see why he would get involved in the first place, because it had to be pretty bad. I mean, so the Watchers are basically us with a Netflix subscription. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Watching the human race. <laughs> Except, you know, they have the option of intervening or, you know, changing the channel if they want to. Mm-hmm. Which Netflix did an option. Of <laughs> and it bombed. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, I, that is, how do you even begin to live a life like that where you can just watch something and that's your life? Like you don't get to go hang out and have a beer sometimes. Like you have to just watch the universes. You have to live, watch other people live lives. Well, I'm sure there's some out there that... Don't mind doing that. Like they find that as a game. That's true. But not being able to intervene, (laughs) but having the power to intervene. Can you think about that? That you're watching a TV show and you have the power to save something or, you know, like you can make Russ not cheat on Rachel because they were on a break, you know, whatever. (laughs) Every fan you have that in the world has that that mentality Mm -hmm. as you play like, I want to just (laughs) know. Yeah. You could change whatever you wanted. Do you think you could sit there and not change it? I would change a ton of shit. <laughs> like, there's no way that I couldn't sit and watch a show that I was falling in love with, and and not change it. Yeah, like, I, think it uh, I think it would matter though. Like, depending on like the con- if we had consequences that came along with that, <laughs> like ending your show. Yes. <laughs> At the same time, the watcher though he has, you know, he's got interdimensional television. Basically, he can, he can see this play out like this and go back over here. What's playing out a different way? So he's got options for him to to go in and. Say no, don't do that. That means his cable subscriptions. Uh, I'm gonna. That's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> so you're watching a, a a universe, right? You don't like that universe. You can literally go watch another universe with that a little bit different. A little bit different, right? Yeah. So then, why is he so worried about this universe? Because it's it, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and it uh, it affects the others as well. It, 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 I'm guessing the only reason he wouldn't get involved is something that's gonna stop. All the universes from so if like evil doc, Doctor Evil Strange would have been able to take those powers into another universe, right? 
he would have stopped him? He could have. No, but that's not what I asked. <laughs> Whether or not he would have, I mean, yeah. So then what's the here. point of a watcher? If they can't intervene, what are they watching for? Maybe just for crazy events that like are getting events too that, out of hand. But yeah, they're not yeah. supposed to intervene. So but, even I mean, if they it gets power into to, a maybe, crazy thing. Maybe they, they can intervene when it So is that what we're going with this? That the watchers now are like, well, fuck it. Let's jump into this pool party. And they changed it. Yeah. Is, is that where we get to eventually? I would think so. I mean, because but the only thing is that if once they intervene, is there a consequence because they intervene? Like, are there watchers watching the yes. watchers? Who watches the watchmen? The watching watchers? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, that's, the watchers? <laughs> man, we're going into I want to know how, how far we get to become so meta that Marvel Studios is what the watchers call themselves. <laughs> Just like they did in Supernatural, you know, they, they put themselves into the show. They put themselves in there. It's going to be interesting because there are plans to make more what if, right? So it's not yes. just season one. No, we've got plans at least for another two seasons, I believe. So season two and season three. So we'll be on oh, three, seasons. three seasons. Yeah. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. They're planning far ahead. They're, they're planning for it all to inter- intersect too at some points. Not Maybe not every episode, but some episodes will, you know, peek into the universe that we know of the, of the MCU timeline. Mm. Like uh, Multiverse of Madness is supposed to be connected with this these episodes in some way with this Doctor Strange. And I would just love the fact that if this Doctor Strange, evil, crazy Doctor Strange is the one we see in Spider-Man. No. I mean, you think? think about it. Yeah. And he's either that or he, he, our Strange went just as crazy as this one did. But that Doctor Strange was in a, you know, a snow coat. Exactly. <laughs> Not in a <laughs> evil snake bat weird-eyed <laughs> thing that it came out in this one. I, 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 that's, I don't know where they're going to go with it. It's crazy. And it keeps you all guessing, I would say. I think that's the point. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're kind of where it's like everything normal we're going to guess. Mm-hmm. So are we going to see this evil Doctor Strange as the big bad somewhere? Like that? that's really, are they leading up? Are they trying to do that with these what ifs? I kind of hope that he's the big bad in uh, Multiverse of Madness and not Wanda. Because I really hate for the Wanda to be the villain. Oh, it's got to be Wanda. No, I don't care if she's a villain. I, I'm still going to root for her. I feel like she'd be a good <laughs> villain. But she, comes, she becomes good. She's the Scarlet Witch to start and then she yeah, becomes Yeah, well, I mean, good, she's been right? reading the Darkhold though. So she's kind of, she's on the Can you imagine pitch. if uh, Doctor Evil Strange and... Bad Wanda had a baby. Oh, <laughs> Chucky. <laughs> Just Chucky. What is Chucky that? with magical yeah. powers. Right? <laughs> what is said that Wanda's child, um, Wiccan, uh, is actually supposed to be pretty damn powerful himself. So they could that do one? that if they wanted to. There's so many <laughs> ways they could go with this. Marvel is basically actually Disney. Let's, let's yeah, just call Disney. it what it is. <laughs> Disney has taken a stranglehold on the nerd realm of we can do whatever we want. I worry too, though, because the Marvel comics are completely insane. And actually that's the one reason I always prefer DC because Marvel comics were so intricate with each other, but at the same time they were just off the walls. Random. Random. Yeah, exactly. So I really hope MCU doesn't completely go that way. I, I do like some of the craziness that the multiverse has, but not so much that we lose track. We're just like, I don't really care what's going on anymore. Well, that's the too, like, just to throw this out there, like, that was the thing with Thor that a lot of people didn't like about Thor movies, that they seemed too bland. And so when they did the third one, because they were saying, like, the comics for Thor, 
were fucking like oh, crazy colors, wild everywhere. Oh yeah, no, I can see that. So yeah, when they got the third one, they were like, "This is what I'm looking for." Like, and honestly, it was. Um, yeah. I thought Thor was more of a comedic character for me because he, the whole like, what is Earth? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he didn't know any of our mannerisms. He didn't know any of that stuff. Yeah, so it was exactly. it was funny, right? Um, and then you have Thor: The Dark World, which is like emo yes you know <laughs> and yeah, then you have ragnarok which was like completely different that from one. the very beginning when he's in the chains yes. he's like oh wait a minute he's cracking oh, jokes yeah making jokes yeah, shortly yeah. around tony stark for one year and all mm -hmm. of a sudden you make jokes like crazy yeah I, this is something that's super amazing to me so i, I want to touch on this a little bit if you look at comics to movies right mm -hmm. movies base their their storylines their characters off comics and any reading material yeah usually so in the world of marvel never seen this before the marvel comics are now going off movies right so they're writing stories in comic form from movie characters mm -hmm. and you've never seen that before it was always the entertainment film industry stole from or borrow you know rewrote whatever from what was on paper but Marvel Cinematic Universe has gotten so big that it has now turned watchers into readers of comics with that familiarity. Yeah. Well, they, they basically created their own multiverse uh, in a comic series from just the movies that were created. It's phenomenal. Like, that's how big Marvel got from Iron Man 1 to now. How many years has it been now? Uh, 2008. 2008 2000 wow. yeah it's been a while doesn't even feel that long honestly it, it doesn't no and you look at the what they've created in the storyline the arcs of going from the very beginning to hinting at the end avengers like initiative like that's huge huge going into this and i don't know what they can do you know what's funny is I liked DC Comics better than I liked Marvel Comics that's nice, yeah. yeah and the DC Cinematic Universe is atrocious <laughs> it kills me every time they come out with something i'm like what just happened it, it justice league especially uh, when i i grew up it was the the justice league and justice league unlimited yes. series those were incredible they they you know they took these characters and and they maintained what legendary beings that they they wrote but for some reason now they put them in movies they have to be something completely different it doesn't translate it doesn't it doesn't from the stuff that we used to see growing up. The only saving grace I have with DC at all is Young Justice, which is still completely modernized, but at the same time, they 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 have that lineage of what these characters were. Are you talking about New Age DC or DC in general? Because I don't agree with you on that. Young Justice. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Right. Well, they well, they pull in. Well, they still have these the Justice League as these incredible characters, but they still focus on the newer characters that are, that are coming up like, uh, what Teen Titans is. And, and, um, but that's what I'm saying. Is that the only thing you like in DC right now? Right now? Yeah. I mean, the DC animated universe is phenomenal. That, all of it. Young justice is. Yeah. The, you yeah. said young justice. That's why I'm asking yeah. you if it was just young justice or all of it. Well, I haven't really seen much of anything else. Boo I mean, they had they had that that. Give me your nerd card right fuck now. You, fuck you. <laughs> they had that film series where they kind of played off each other for a couple of times, but they haven't really done much with it lately. You're kidding. 
You mean you're talking about like Harley Quinn, like her series? No, I'm talking about all the animated movies, like back in the day, the Justice League, Throne of Atlantis, like. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, those are good, but they're basically one-offs. They're all intertwined. How many movies? I mean, it's a lot. They're still making them. They just made uh, Constantine Apocalypse. Or, um, Is that in the same era? Yes, it's all the same character. Well, I mean, it's not the same, but. Exactly. They're, they're still making the movies. If they, if they made the movies like those animated movies, they'd be phenomenal. And I don't understand why they don't do that. But even the, the animated films, not, not the series, the films are becoming where each have their own. They each have like similar characters, sometimes even the same characters, but they change them in such a way. That they don't need to. I mean, I, I get what you're saying on that. but And the fact that they continue to do it over and over again makes no sense. Because there are so many characters in the DC universe that they could be bringing in, even going towards the future, like with uh, the Legion of Superheroes. Oh, but you got to go off name recognition, man. That's Everybody it, knows who Batman is. That's really what, yeah, what but it is. That's what MCU did. They, they started with the big ones, and now they're going on to newer ones. That wasn't by choice. Okay, but it still worked in it. I mean, it did, yeah. But yeah. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah. I mean, they've done Superman and Batman stories so many times. Like, we know what legendary characters those those two are. But there are so many that came, that he, like, raised, like, the number of Robins and, and Nightwing and uh, fucking Jason Todd. I mean. Red Hood. Red Hood, yeah. yeah. There's so much that, yeah, that even Superman, his clones. And his I will son. say this, though. Let, let me, let's be honest here. So let's talk about. The the B-list characters, they're still big characters. Iron Man, Thor, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Hulk, that kind of stuff, right? They're still main characters. This new generation they're going towards with Ironheart, with Captain Marvel, with the, the newer Ms. ones they're trying to push, right? They're not hitting. Why aren't they hitting? They're not hitting. You're telling me that everybody loves Captain, Captain Marvel? Yeah. Captain Marvel was terrible. You? No. Terrible. The only ones that say that are misogynists. Oh, oh, here, here we, we go. go. <laughs> wow. I loved Wonder Woman. You cannot say that. Oh, yeah, because she's in a fucking bikini. Of course you love her. She was she not in, in the bikini. Well, she's in like short ass skirt thing, whatever. It's not a bikini. Uh, plunging neckline. That's, I mean, oh my God. <laughs> Captain Marvel's got a suit. So what? Uh, I'm not. I'm uh, not. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's not it. She's a bland actress. Who? I know you're not comparing her to Gal Gadot, who just has an accent. And it's fabulous. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Thank you for proving my point. But the, yeah. the storyline in Wonder Woman, the 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 action, the the story, the, the the first sequencing, one, yes. yes, was so good. Yes, <laughs> the first one, yes, yes. The second one, <laughs> I know, yes, I know, I know, I know. Um, I mean that that's not the case. Captain Marvel was not a good written script. I will agree with that. I, I didn't personally. I I like her. Yeah, I like her as an actor. I, I love Brie Larson. I will give you that. That film was very much out of place in the sequence of release because the fact they just kind of shove her in after Infinity War was pretty dumb. She should have come either sooner or much later. Whatever it was, it's not, it's still not on the scale of what the other ones were. Yes. I mean, it, it really isn't. Not. I mean, they're, they're the OG, considered OG Avengers at this point. But, but even then though, like they, they've made newer movies like around the same time that still hit. Yeah. But this one just wasn't landing. Like it, like the mass majority of people weren't weren't landing with it. It uh, wasn't from from the the stuff that I was, was seeing. Because it, it, it was because it was from the nineties. I mean, based in the nineties, I should say. No, no, I was in the nineties. I love the nineties. <laughs> I was looking forward to it too. Yeah, but what didn't you like about it exactly? It was bland. It, it really it was, boring. was bland. I felt boring. And boring. Yes, she's. What? I don't know if it's because she's super op 
or that's what? That's probably the only reason. But it just it just didn't work. And then when she comes into um, Infinity War, mm-hmm. I mean, literally, they had to hide her in space so she couldn't beat Thanos by herself. Like <laughs> that's really she flies through a fucking ship, yeah. <laughs> and destroys it. And but then it's like, give that. me the gauntlet. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, here you go. You can uh, fucking win this whole thing. Put it on. <laughs> It just didn't hit. I don't know what well, it was. How else are they supposed to have such an OP character not hit? I, mean, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> it didn't work. I mean, it didn't. And the, the it just, it doesn't. I'm worried for the new age of Marvel. I I, I think they're going to continue with that. They won't show her as much because the fact that they have, you know, her protege, Monica Rambeau, and now they have Miss Marvel. So... I doubt we'll see her much anyway. What are, what are the new Marvel characters we're getting? I mean, uh, Miss Marvel, um, Ironheart, uh, Shuri, whatever she's supposed to be. Which I'm surprised, but I'm glad I like Shuri. Yeah. Um, Shang-Chi is, I guess, new, but he shouldn't be. He's supposed to be uh, a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'll give you that. That's really, that's all they've explained at this point in terms of newer characters. They're also going with Hawkeye's daughter. Kate Bishop, um, I, I really don't know which, much about her, actually. Don't it seems like Does they're trying to a build a new age. Oh, yeah, they're trying to go full of, on Young Avengers yeah. you know, with uh, Ant-Man's daughter and Kate Bishop and uh, I guess Scarlet Witch's kids, if she can ever find them. I wonder if they're going to keep her for a while, Scarlet Witch. I hope they do. Because she was in that ending of Avengers um, Endgame. Mm. When he brings out the new Avengers, you have Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had Wanda, you had Vision. Uh, mm-hmm. Vision, which we still have White Vision. Yeah, that's true. Coming out, um, was Ant Man in on that? No, 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 right? No, he was still there. They still operated very much in the shadows at that point. And then Rhodey, Rhodey, oh yes, Rhodey, exactly. We have War Machine uh, show coming up as well. Is he is he War Machine or Iron Patriot still? <laughs> no, Iron <laughs> Patriot was just the one off for the, oh, okay. the yeah. third. I Iron think Man. that was just an Easter egg, yeah. uh, whatever it was. But no, he's, he's War Machine. But yeah, no, they're 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 going straight. Well, they I think they're going straight uh, Young Avengers, um, given how the, the newer kids that they're coming in with. But they still have all the older mentors there, you know, like Doctor Strange and uh, Doctor Strange and uh, Fuck Shuri and uh, Captain Marvel. I'm sure, like I said, we won't see her much, but she'll just be a mentor for them. Well, we have the big storyline of the scrolls. That Secret Wars is supposed to be another series, um, but it it feels weird for them to go back and say, "Oh, now the Skrulls are evil when they were good." Good, yeah, I didn't. Understand well, they were refugees. Either. I mean, Kree, fucking Kree are, are Nazi bastards of, of <laughs> that. You know, yeah, get the galaxy, but um, which is why we got Ronan to begin with, uh, which I still want to see how he went from being Ronan the Accuser to the tyrannical Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. It's gonna be a weird ride yeah. as as we go like down. I, said, I hope it stays somewhat grounded, so it's not just lost in multiverse. So let me get a little more technical. I mean, we have our fan theories and we have our hopes and stuff like that, but I know a big part of what plays into all this is copyright and money. Of course. So some characters are worth more than others, right? Of course. So if I was Disney and money hungry, because they are, let's face it. Their Disneyland prices are ridiculous. 
they're going to go with the cheapest character they can rent, buy, use without paying some kind of, you know, royalties. Oh, yeah. And try and make them famous so they can keep majority of the money. Yeah, which I think would really help the MCU because, you know, they're going to take these obscure characters and push them up, which helps Marvel and helps Disney get more money. But at the same time, um, we'll never see... At least they, if we would have had it at this point. We'll never see them trying and bring, you know, Captain America back and just kind of shit over what happened in the original story, in the original movies, you know? I will say they're going to have a hard time because I think they wasted all that good juju on Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy had no That buddies. was a big yeah. gamble because yes. of these D characters. I think that's what they're trying to strike oil twice with is yeah. wow. we made these characters so phenomenal, right? You had a talking tree that said three lines. You had um, Rocket Raccoon. Rocket Raccoon. You had uh-huh. Drax. You had, I mean, even even in part two with Mantis. Mantis has a little bit of you know people like her, yeah, comedy like stuff. Her. I mean, she played well with Drax. I think that was mm-hmm. cute. It was a guy girl version, whatever it was, right? You and then you had Star Lord as Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah. I think Chris Pratt fell off a little bit. After and the, I think because he got yeah. kind of political too, so people were kind that of like not like him. Yeah. yeah, so I think. Chris Pratt brought charisma from uh, Parks and Rec. Yes. As, that's what sold a lot in the first movie. And they made him Star-Lord, right? They made him a badass. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of just fell off. And I don't think it's going to hit again. Because you look at Guardians 1 and Guardians 2. Guardians 2 did not hit. No. no. Anywhere near Guardians 1. And they they kind of put a lot in Guardians to really make any sense of it, too. Because they, they brought in... All the original Ravagers and the original Guardians. Mm-hmm. And then they they bring in the the Sovereign Tree, which has promised us Adam for fucking years now. Oh, shit. Which yeah, I hope cool. we do get in the third. Um, and then the Ego. Even he's a freaking Celestial, but he just kind of got a one-off as a, another Marvel villain. They they could have taken it a lot more. Well, they did that too in Doctor Strange with Dormammu. I mean, Dormammu, oh, yeah, well, same sure thing. We'll see him again too. But it's like they're, they're, the one-off villains have always been a big thing in superhero movies. I yeah. mean, let's go back yeah. from Batman and Batman Returns. Uh, you take the Joker who died, and then you have the second one where Catwoman shows up in the on the silhouette of the moon, and then you have the Riddler is still alive at the end. Like, they, they leave that all the time, and they never go back to them. Yeah. Now, this was a time before, I, I guess, superhero movies were, like, big franchises, like yeah. they were hoping to hit. So, uh I I think they're wasting a lot of these these big bads. Oh yeah, Absolutely. and it, it's tough. I, I don't know where they're gonna go with it. Yeah. Create new bads. Create. They really have no choice. New goods. Yeah, they they pretty much killed everyone off. The only one that ever survived was Loki. And and look what happened to Loki. Loki, yeah, Loki like strived. Yeah, now he's he's like an antihero basically. Which of course you're either they love you enough to make you an antihero or they kill you off. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, look at um, Venom. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Venom was. The epitome of fans loved him so much they had to make him an antihero, yep. so they could keep using him. I mean, not so antihero. Um, oh, you're right. Anti-hero. Yeah, antihero. Yeah. 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 yeah, they had to make him an antihero. They had to because Spider-Man was busy. So, <laughs> is, are that is that what they're going to do? Start turning big bads into antiheroes because everybody likes them? I mean, look at Deadpool too. Ted Deadpool is like a full-on murderer psychopath, yeah. <laughs> and now he's everybody's lovable misfit. Yeah, it's. I think they they. Because everybody loves the villain so much, then for them to have justify them sticking around so long, they kind of have to get more people to like them, but at the same time not 
be such a dick. They're like, why isn't this guy <laughs> fucking dead yet? Exactly. Yeah. And I'll say it again. DC has better villains. They do. Way better they, villains. The League of Villains and the, yeah, I love all of them. Sinister yeah. Six. Too, that they're, they're more dark on the DC side. They are dark on the They've DC side. They've a lot darker. Yes, which, I think that's helps. I, I don't really care for either. It's going to be a whirlwind of where entertainment goes in the future. Um, I'm excited that it's happening in this time frame, um, especially with we didn't know what we were going to be like going to the movies. We didn't know what was going to come out next. Everything kind of got put on hold. So at least we still have some stuff coming out with this animated series of What If, right? Yeah. yeah. What If is a phenomenal show. I think if Disney took a gamble on it, it paid off again because it's, you get to use the characters that everybody loves. And maybe try and put in some characters that people don't love and try and make them love them. Um, now, whether they can keep using them, no idea. Not sure where they're going to go with it. It's going to be an interesting time as we go into the future. So make sure you follow along. Come sit down by the fireside. Let's mm-hmm. eat some chestnuts. Chestnuts? Yeah, it's not Christmas. Sorry, don't eat some chestnuts. Get some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out on the side as you're driving, whatever. And this weekend, everybody, make sure you go and check out Shang-Chi because next week we are going to have an in-depth review. Spoilers. On Shang-Chi. We're, we're saying spoilers right spoilers now. Just right so you have now. a week to prepare for it. Yes. So be ready for that. I'm super excited to see where the direction's going to go. I think we're going to get a lot of direction from Shang-Chi to show oh, yeah. where the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going. And everybody should just see it in general because this, this, like I said, this is a character that should have been in a lot sooner. And if they're going to bank release for other Marvel films on on the success of this film, then people really need to go see it. Now, do you think that watching this movie, we're going to understand maybe other points from other movies? That's what I'm thinking. Uh, For sure, there's going to be at least two end credit scenes. Mm-hmm. Gotta be one right after the movie ends and then one after everything ends, right? That's right. how Avengers all started. Yes. And so I think we're going to get a big, big drop here on Shang-Chi. Yeah. yeah I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, throwbacks to other films as well, like you said, uh, mm-hmm. like especially with the Hulk. I want, after they go into that. Abominations in there. Shang-Chi yeah. and then Wong's there. in there. Yeah. yeah. I did see a screen cap of uh, they were showing the... Uh, the man, or He's the Mandarin, right? The, yes. Yeah. He was watching the screen of when Tony Stark was in the cave. Oh yeah, see, because he's the reason they they they're the ones that caught him. Yeah, Mandarin yes. was the one that caught him, and he was supposed to kill him. But <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see where it goes. Again, we got a long road. Make sure you put some gas in the car, drive alongside us, wave goodbye, wave hi, and we'll see you next time. If you're not subscribed, please make sure you subscribe to everything. Check out our link tree. We're gonna be on YouTube. We're gonna have videos coming your way. We got a long. Just like Marvel has a long plan, we have a long plan. We've got some stuff going. We're about to go form a TikTok Ooh. right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're going to do a TikTok for you for you young cats that don't know what it is. Oh, <laughs> that makes you sound It's older. an app-based <laughs> program on your telephone. <laughs> telephone. <laughs> Cellular yeah. device. So make sure you follow along. Uh, thanks for joining us today. I'm Johnny Drama, and as always with me was Jesse the Consopolis and Ian Lozano. We'll check you next time. Peace Peace out. out.